Hello, and welcome to the University Guide podcast. My name is David Hawkins. I'm an independent college counsellor living in England with a fascination for everything to do with university admissions. In this episode, the topic is Dutch universities, giving an introduction into the three types of university experience that are available to students who wish to study in the Netherlands. The Netherlands is an increasingly popular destination for students who wish to study a degree taught in English, for the quality of their education, for the international experience, and for the very reasonable tuition fees. The time of this recording in April 2018, www.studyfinder.nl lists 372 bachelor degrees that are taught in English in the Netherlands, from subjects like business and law to very specialised programmes such as food entrepreneurship or circus and performance art. As ever when considering international university applications, it's really important to be aware of the differences between systems that you might be aware of and how it can work in another country. And I've been able to interview three highly knowledgeable and experienced colleagues who discuss their own universities as well as the type of institution they represent. First of all, I got the view from a Dutch research university. Right, I have now with me Carolyn Barr, who coordinates international recruitment and marketing at Leiden University. Carolyn, thank you so much for giving up your time. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So if you could start off, just tell me a little bit about Leiden University then, please. Well, Leiden University is the oldest institution in the Netherlands. Uh, it was founded in 1575, so we're we're coming up on four and a half centuries of of um, education. Um, and we have a number of different programs across our bachelor and master option, as well as PhD. And we're spread across two cities. The uh, Leiden campus is the traditional older campus in the medieval city of Leiden, and we have another location 10 minutes away in The Hague, which is the International City of Peace and Justice. Fantastic. And Leiden is, is one of the Dutch research universities, giving a sort of you know, very academic and traditional education. But over a number of years now, you've offered many programs in English. You know, what particular programs and how many programs are you offering taught in English? Well, at the moment, we have 12 English taught programs, and that's changed quite drastically over the years that I've been here in the past four years. Um, we have programs in archaeology, things like arts, media and society, which is an art history program. Uh, we have some area studies, such as Dutch studies and South and Southeast Asia studies for those interested in language and culture. Uh, we also have an international studies program, which deals also with language and culture and politics and economics, linguistics, philosophy uh, in a comparative and global perspective. We also do psychology. Um, we also have a program called security studies, which deals with things like terrorism and counterterrorism. Um, we have a brand new program called Urban Studies, uh, making students into urbanists, looking at cities from many different uh, uh, perspectives. And we do have uh, our 12th program, which is a Liberal Arts and Sciences Global Challenges program at our University College in The Hague. But there's also three or four new programs coming next year, so there'll be things coming down the road. Fantastic, and, and great to hear that there are new programs coming on and the number is, is multiplying across the Netherlands. So, so for students who are attracted to then to study in the Netherlands, what are the costs that are going to be involved for, for a student to come and study at Leiden? Well, I think in general it's actually a good story because it's more than just Leiden. That the, the Dutch government sets tuition fees for most programs for EU or European Economic Area students at uh, right now just over 2,000 euros to 2,060 euros was the tuition fee for this year, and that's for the vast majority of programs at Leiden and also elsewhere. Uh, 
There are some exceptions to that, and um, I'd say notably that would be the university colleges, uh, and certain Leiden University College uh, has a little bit higher tuition fee, um, so, so just about uh, 4,300 euros overall for, for EU and EEA students. For non-EU or non-EEA students, each university can set their own tuition fees. So for most of our programs, that would be about 10,500 euros per year. Um, and with the university college, we have an additional fee um, of about 2,300 euros that we add to that for, for the non-EU students. So it does vary a little bit, but there's quite a lot of standardization of the fees. Fantastic. But I guess on a, on a global scale, a very reasonable cost for high quality education. So that's good to Absolutely. Hear. Right. And so for students, if they want to move things forward, if they were considering making an application to Leiden, what steps would they need to go through? Well, at Leiden, we've tried to streamline the application process. Everything is online, uh, and students start in the government database, which is called StudiLink. Um, not all universities do this, but Leiden starts here, and once the student registers their applications or their intent to apply to certain programs at Leiden, they'll receive an invitation to activate their university email address and their university account. And from there, they will be able to access our online application system, which is quite user-friendly, um, to upload their documents and, and pay their application fee and submit the application. Um, and once they've done that, it usually takes six to eight weeks maximum for students to hear an admission decision. Um, the only exception to that might be the university college because they have a little bit of a different process once the, the application has been received. Research universities are the option that's most easy to understand for those coming from outside the Netherlands. But within these research universities, the Dutch offer another option, the university colleges. Okay, so now I'm joined by Kim Zwitserloot, who is going to talk about the Dutch university college system. Uh, Kim, you have a number of roles, so if you don't mind introducing yourself, please. Yeah, hello. Um, so yeah, my name is Kim. I work at University College Utrecht in the Netherlands. And I, well, I have three hats that I wear, basically. I'm a lecturer. I teach economics. I'm a tutor, an academic advisor, which is uh, one of the roles that's a little bit more specific to the university colleges. And I'm responsible for our international student recruitment. Fantastic. And that gives you a really interesting perspective. So thank you for your time, Kim. Uh, we've already had some information from Carolyn Barr about the Dutch research universities. But what's different about university colleges from research universities? Well, university colleges in the Netherlands are always a part of research universities. So University College Utrecht, for instance, is a part of Utrecht University. And then you also have Amsterdam University College, and that's a part of two different universities, the Free University of Amsterdam and uh, the University of Amsterdam. Um, but they're separate colleges within the university, and they are actually inspired by the colleges as you would find them in Oxford and in Cambridge, um, because there's a huge emphasis on community. And it really is the idea that you have a small-scale, tight-knit academic community of both staff, uh, professors, and students um, together. And they're always honors colleges, so they're relatively selective, especially for Dutch standards. Um, and because of the community aspect, they're often residential as well. So you might have some form where students live together. Usually the staff doesn't live there, but the students usually live together in one way or another. And then the third thing that sets us apart beyond the honors concept and the uh, community aspect is that all of the university colleges in the Netherlands offer liberal arts and sciences. 
that's more common in the U.S. than it is in Europe, though it has slightly exploded in the Netherlands in the last 10 years. Um, what it essentially means is that students don't study just one discipline, but an interdisciplinary and a multidisciplinary curriculum. Um, they often have some freedom to compose their own curriculum. To what degree, that depends on the university college, but there's usually a combination of disciplines in science and social science and humanities and sometimes even the arts. Um, yeah, so that's more or less what the idea behind it is. Fantastic, thank you. And you lead on quite nicely then to, to something which I think is important for students and counsellors to be aware of. As you mentioned, that each university college has slightly different programmes and a different emphasis. As an example, what is particular about the programme you have at UCU? Um, well, University College Utrecht offers well, what we like to think of as traditional liberal arts and sciences. And what that means with us is that students really have complete freedom to compose their own curriculum. So um, that is an organic process. Students don't declare their major before they uh, come to us. It really is something that they do together with a personal tutor. So that, that's one of the things that I do. Um, and at this moment, for instance, I'm in the middle of the so-called midterm meetings with my students. And that's a meeting I have with all of my tutees in the middle of the semester. Um, and then that's both to see how are you doing right now? Have you taken the right courses? Are you performing as expected? Is there something getting in the way? Can we help you with something if it isn't working out? Um, and, but it's also to plan the classes for next semester. A course in the Netherlands is, is, is a class. We use the word course usually to really mean one specific module. Um, and so students choose basically every semester what they want to do, uh, the, the semester afterwards. Um, in the first year, there's a lot of freedom. So it's really about explore your interests. So if you think something sounds interesting, just take the course and you'll find out soon enough whether you like it or not. Um, so what I see with a lot of my tutees is some of them come in and they know exactly what they want to do. They want to come in math and physics with economics and afterwards they're going to do a theoretical physics master and that's their goal. Uh, sometimes it's that specific. They come in that way and that's what they do. But with the other half of my students, they come in and they have some vague idea of what they want to do and they actually turn around entirely during the first year. So I've had students who came in thinking they wanted to become a doctor and wanted to do medical science who ended up studying psychology and anthropology but also the other way around students who came in thinking I want to do political science and geography and who ended up doing um, biology and cognitive neuroscience so there's a lot of freedom to really explore your own options there are very strict graduation requirements though so you end up with a cohesive curriculum to make sure that students do go in depth uh, in the disciplines that they have enough disciplinary knowledge to make sense of it um, but also to make sure that they have the methodological knowledge that if they if they want to continue in the sciences that they have laboratory experience if they want to continue in psychology or economics that they know how to work with statistical software uh, things like that basically but what really sets it apart is that students have complete freedom to compose their own curriculum. Um, yeah, and also as a tutor, that's a really nice experience because I have students who do uh, literature combined with art history, but I also have students who do sociology combined with anthropology and students who do economics and physics and students who do a pre-med degree with a performing arts program. So you get a lot of variety in students. Um, the other thing that sets us apart is that we have a residential American-style campus. So that means that um, the dorms are basically right next to the academic buildings. Um, sometimes it leads to some pretty weird situations. So um, I'm teaching in a classroom that is two floors below the dorms. 
So sometimes students come into class um, and I think they're wearing their pajamas. I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah, so th that's how close everything is. Um, and it's all mixed. So they all share an apartment. And then about half of our students come from abroad. Half of them come from the Netherlands. Um, so everything on campus is in English. So there's a lot of extracurricular activities going on. Uh, for instance, tomorrow night there's a play called The Real Inspector Hound. Um, but also next week there's a fashion show with uh, fashion that's designed by our own students and as well modeled by our students. Uh, there's a musical coming up, but there are also lectures coming up about East Africa and what's happening there. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on on campus, and that's on purpose because we want to facilitate interaction between different kinds of people as much as possible. So both in terms of national background, so that people who come from different countries live together, but also that people who study different things live together, so that they get these kind of discussions that when they're cooking a meal and they're talking about their classes, that someone who studies philosophy has a conversation with someone who studies physics or someone who studies um Let's see geography or law, and, and sort of they share what they've what they've been working on. Fantastic, that's great. And, and I think one of the tips that I would pass on to to listeners, be their parents, students, or counsellors, is to understand that the situation that Kim's described at, at UCU is not necessarily going to be the same at the other university colleges. They all have their particular flavour. And, and Kim and yes. her colleagues have put together a really interesting brochure, which you can find on university websites, or, or listeners can contact me, um, which sums gives a summary of the different university colleges and things there. So, so thank you for giving that, Kim. For students who are taken by, by UCU or indeed another university college, what are the mm -hmm. key things they're going to need to be aware of when they are making an application? Um, a little bit the same thing they would need to take into account when they're applying to any university college in the Netherlands, um, which is that because they are honours colleges, there is pretty strict selection. So they're pretty competitive. Um, and because of that, they often have earlier deadlines than a lot of the other programs. A lot of other Dutch programs will have deadlines on May 1st, for instance. Um, but the more selective a program is, the earlier the deadlines will be. So for UCU, that would be February 1st or January 1st. And January 1st is basically early action. Um, you could also start in February. That's the case for UCU. It's also for University College Roosevelt and a couple of other places as well. I'm not 100% sure which ones. Um, so you can start at different times. It's selective admissions because it's really about fit. So it's holistic as well. And what that means is that, of course, we're interested in are you academically capable? Are you good enough academically to succeed here? Uh, and that means that, for instance, for IB, we ask for 32 IB points, excluding theory of knowledge, knowledge and excluding the extended essay. Um, for the A-levels, we ask for two A's and a B minimum, and for the American High School Diploma, we ask for four AP exams uh, in a specific combination that you can find on our website. So there is a minimum requirement to make sure that you are strong enough academically to succeed here. But on top of that, it's also about the community, and that's, again, whatever university college you would be applying to, they would want to know, would you fit this community? Are you a good match? Um, because as you mentioned, the different university colleges all have a slightly different flavor. Um, they're in different types of cities. Utrecht is a relatively big city. We're close to Amsterdam. Um, it's the fourth biggest city in the Netherlands. Maastricht University, for instance, has only 100,000 inhabitants, so it's a much smaller environment. Um, so that fit is really important. So um, if you apply to any of those colleges, in the application process, there will be attention paid to are you a good fit for this specific community. And that is often in the shape of an interview. For UCU, that would be 
in the form of an interview. Um, and then in the interview, but also in the application itself, when you write your letter of motivation, and also when you ask your teachers for letters of recommendation, we will also ask about what do you like as a person? What do you, you, what do you contribute to the community that you're a part of? Uh, what extracurricular activities have you been involved in? Because we really are looking for students who are active outside of the classroom as well, who will organize uh, a marathon or who will uh, direct a play or who will be part of the choir. So we're looking for students that can contribute that to campus life as well. Another option available to students who want to study in the Netherlands are the Universities of Applied Sciences. They offer fantastic pathways into particular fields of study and the world of work. And I wanted to get a detailed look at what these universities are like and some tips as to how to apply successfully. So I'm now joined by Rob Mart, who is going to give us some information about the Universities of Applied Science System in the Netherlands. Rob, thank you for giving up your time today. Could you just introduce yourself to the audience, please? Yes, uh, well, my name is uh, Rob Mart. Uh, I'm the head of the international office and senior uh, policy advisor on internationalization at Windesheim University of Applied Sciences in the Netherlands. Um, and I've been in that role for about two years now. Uh, taking care of all parts of internationalization. Fantastic. So, Rob, if you don't mind, could you just tell me a little bit about the University of Applied Science system in general, and maybe use Windersheim as a particular example? Yes, uh, sure. Um, what I can tell you about the University of Applied Sciences is that they're, of course, part of the Dutch education system or higher education system, which is basically a binary system having uh, universities in research and having universities of professional higher education. Um, whereas uh, the uh, research universities have a strong focus on the um, education towards bachelor, master, PhD, uh, the University of Applied Sciences in their field of professional higher education focus more on uh, a bachelor degree and then uh, on working in the work field. Uh, within uh, the system, uh, we have specific focused uh, universities of applied sciences. Some have a specific focus on, for example, hospitality management. Uh, others might have a more of a, a green focus on, on agricultural and agricultural management uh, topics. Uh, but most of them uh, have a very comprehensive approach. Um, also, making clear about the uh, concept of universities of applied sciences, which are not necessarily just focusing on the sciences, which are often uh, seen as then maybe the topics that are offered within those universities. Uh, overall, we offer four year of bachelor's degrees, um, which have a lot of focus on personal development and uh, personal guidance throughout that four years. And uh, the degrees are always very practice oriented, uh, meaning that you will do a lot of group assignments, often together with people and representatives of the working field that you'll probably end up later in your professional career. And we have a very strong focus uh, on the employability of our students. So not necessarily very strongly on their uh, academic career in bachelor, master, PhD, but more on their employability. And uh, we listen a lot, for example, to our uh, educational, but also uh, practical work fields, uh, what kind of uh, employees they would like to have for the future. Fantastic. That's, that's hugely um, comprehensive. So, so Windersheim, as an example of that, has, has what particular specialities? Well, Winnersheim uh, overall is a very comprehensive university with over 25,000 uh, students offering 
full degrees uh, in bachelor, but also associate degrees, meaning that you can do your degree in a part-time job as well. Um, and um, I think we are not that strong on the whole English-taught degrees uh, in comparison to most of the other Dutch universities. We only offer two English-taught uh, degrees. Uh, many other Dutch universities offer a lot, uh, of, uh, at least many more um, English-taught degrees. Uh, we have a strong focus on our Dutch taught degrees, um, and uh, we've got two campuses, uh, one in the city of Zwolle, one in the city of Almere, which basically are always close to Amsterdam. Um, and the degrees are offered in the fields of computer sciences, engineering, business, media, law, uh, education, healthcare, social work, sports, journalism, you name it. Um, with a very strong focus on the whole uh, uh, quality aspect of the educational field. Um, as a motto, uh, university, we have uh, the we care, we share, we dare as, uh, as, as, our, as our motto. Um, and I think that also defines the core of a university of applied sciences. Uh, it's the, the focus on the we. It's not necessarily on that personal development, uh, that individual development, but more also on the focus on how can we uh, become a better society overall, uh, adding, of course, individual skills and knowledge to it, but more from a uh, um, common denominator instead of an individual denominator. Um, also, very strong focus, uh, which we have is, for example, on inclusiveness. Fantastic. So you've given some of the sort of generic stuff in there when you're you're meeting with prospective students in various places around the world what sort of reasons might a student want to look at a university of applied science for their higher education yeah that's always a very interesting question um, what we uh, what we tend to say in regards to or in comparison to the research universities is is that uh, as a university of applied sciences uh, you would be a good student for a University of Applied Sciences if you are not necessarily that keen on just studying books. Um, if you want to apply knowledge, uh, if you want to read something and then you want to see how it works in practice, then a University of Applied Sciences would be a very interesting uh, alternative to a research university. Um, we have a very strong uh, adaption to not just developing knowledge among our students, but also a lot of skills and attitude towards their professional career. Um, also, if you are a student that has a very clear uh, view on his uh, professional career in later life as a profession, then a University of Applied Sciences might be a very interesting option too, because we offer degrees that really educate towards a profession. If you want to become a marketing manager, if you want to become a health healthcare specialist, if you want to become a mechanical engineer, uh, we, as a University of Applied Sciences, offer programs and degrees that are specifically focusing on these career paths. Uh, of course, it will not uh, leave you uh, without any other knowledge or whatever you need for the for the rest of your life, but it will definitely give you those specific needs that you will have in order to be employable as a mechanical engineer, as a marketing manager, or any other profession that you would like to uh, uh, pick up if you graduate. Fantastic, that's really comprehensive, very useful. So if a student is convinced that this is the path that they want to go down, what key things should they be aware of when they are applying to a University of Applied Science? Um, 
I think uh, before applying uh, to a, a university uh, of applied sciences, um, you need to become aware of, you know, the, 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 the Dutch system uh, on how we, um, you know, uh, work with applications of international students. And um, this might seem very strange to, to a UK situation where uh, we do not necessarily look at, for example, grades or maybe even your specific subjects that you took in, uh, in the GCSEs. Um, grades are, are definitely not one of those things. Um, also, if you look towards uh, programs and you want to apply to specific programs, there are almost no Dutch uh, University of Applied Sciences that have a number of fixes or a number of clauses on their programs. So if you apply, be aware of the fact that you are probably going to be in, uh, in the way that you will be admitted. Uh, I think that's a very, uh, very interesting thing to consider if you, if you are aware of that. Um, on the other hand, and I think that's very important to mention, um, this entry level might seem very low compared to, for example, a UK standard where it might be, getting, where it might be hard to get into a university. Um, in the Netherlands, it's not that hard to get into a university of applied science, but it's harder to stay in. Um, we have a very clear focus uh, within that, um, or a very clear statement on how we educate students that will give you the opportunity to prove yourself in your first year of education in a university of applied sciences. If you don't obtain the necessary credits that you need for the first year, um, it's quite simple. Um, you'll be uh, expelled from university and you'll have to find another study program that you want to study. Um, so I think that's a very uh, basic but very important thing to consider. Uh, you need to be very clear on, on the choice you make and you need to work hard in that first year. Um, something that we see as well is that it's very school-like. Uh, uh, it's a very school-like program, uh, so you have your subject that you need to take. And I think most of the University of Applied Sciences really want you to graduate within the four years that we set for that degree. And that's something uh, that is also very different from, uh, from a UK perspective, whereas you are probably not necessarily uh, dragged along the line by your professors to, to graduate. Uh, in the Netherlands, that's something completely different. You'll definitely be dragged along by your, by your professors and uh, being forced, maybe even, uh, to graduate within those four years. We really want to see you succeed. And thanks. that's also a very uh, uh, important thing to mention. Coming to the Netherlands, um, overall, uh, which is not necessarily part of the uh, accommodational part, uh, which is not necessarily part of the uh, application process, but something that definitely needs to be considered is the current status of accommodations in the Netherlands. Uh, right now, we have a, uh, in most of the cities in the Netherlands, there's a shortage on uh, accommodation for students. So be aware if you want to study in the Netherlands that you'll uh, have a good look around where you want to live as well. Um, so that's uh, maybe just a tip. To those who now want to find out more about studying in the Netherlands, I'd recommend visiting studyinholland.nl and from there making contact directly with universities. There really are some fantastic opportunities available for students who are interested in studying in English in the Netherlands. I'm David Hawkins, the University Guy, and that's the end of this The University Guy podcast. For more information, please visit theuniversityguy.com. Follow me on Twitter at UniGuyDavid 
or drop me an email. Until the next time, goodbye.